Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 
luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hello and welcome to Not Without My Sister, the podcast where I, Rosemary McCabe, and my sister, Beatrice McCabe, discuss a whole load of academic topics with a ton of research behind them. In today's mini-sode, we're going to talk about Valentine's Day. Is it good? Is it bad? Is it, is it created by big, big <laughs> greeting card? <laughs> big pharma, big, big romance. Sounding dead academic there already. Good job. <laughs> the research I've put into this is that I am a big fan of Valentine's Day. My research is my own anecdotal experience. That's science. I like that Valentine's is modern Day. science in fairness. Valentine's Day I have to say I don't have a great you know I don't have a great fondness for Valentine's Day because I was always crushed on Valentine's Day when I got zero carty and all of the other cute girls in the class and by all of the other that would suggest I was part of that gang I was not the other cute girls in the class always got carty from the bukali and I always got nothing sorry just to correct I think what you actually mean you take out the word other the cute girls in the class got the cards for that you turned into a cute girl later. Fleetingly. Thanks. And then I still never got any You're cards. Late bloomer. Anyway, yeah, you don't need to click. We've we've established that we can't sing together. This <laughs> oh, is why yeah, we haven't you're right. singing because we're we're always slightly out of sync and then we get annoyed at uh, each other. I don't get annoyed with you. Like, stop I don't get annoyed me. with you. Oh please. I always I always liked Valentine's Day because I always got a card from mom, which I've mentioned before. Which I still still I baffled by this. You know, I do prefer the modern day. Oh, oh, sorry. Let me let me be clear. As a parent who has to write thirty valentines for all the kids in my children's class, multiply by two, sixty. Multiply by next year, four, one hundred and twenty valentines that I'll be sending into their classes. I do not like this. Everybody has to get a card. Everyone's a winner. Everyone needs a trophy. Everyone's cute. However, as a younger child teenager young woman who never got a valentine card i would very much have appreciated ever get everyone getting one and me just being convinced that you know if like i I could have just told myself quite happily like everybody has to get one to make everybody else feel better but oh yeah that you would have got one anyway exactly and those like theirs are the pity valentines a bit like a bit like i think that is actually a cute a bit like mom's pity one to you because that's what it was rosemary Well, listen, if it makes you feel any better, mom has clearly decided there's no more pity. There's no more room in her heart for me because this year, not only have I not got a Valentine's card from mom, but I got a birthday card that was originally sent to dad. And she crossed out the bit that said, dear Philip, all my love, Claire, and then wrote, dear Rosemary, happy birthday. (laughs) But that's only because her own mom. But I feel like she missed one of the most important parts of this reusing a card because her own mom used to take, take cards that were sent to her and erase the writing. And then like she would take cards that were sent to her written in pencil. She would erase the writing and then she would write on top of them. No, no. I discussed this thoroughly with mother yesterday. And what she said was 
that her mom used to go to people's houses for their birthday, bring a card for them, hand it to them, watch them put it on the mantelpiece and then put it back Absolutely in her handbag. Absolutely not. That's what she, she said. Literally she literally has no recollection. I remember the cards that had, you could see the, the like, the, the pale indent of like, dear Maisie, happy birthday. And then under that would be Listen, erased. She was thinking about, she was thinking about the rainforest before I, it was cool. That's fine. But I am telling you, mom's making up, like I had planned to record mom here on the podcast for the kids when she's here next time. And now I can't because she's so, can't be trusted. She's like, re, yeah, she's like, ma- she's reimagining the past. <laughs> We could we could record mom, but then we'd have to do a thorough. I would have to do a fact check. It's like Westworld. It's like Westworld. I'm watching Westworld season three with my new HBO subscription. I'm enjoying it a lot, even though Aaron Paul definitely has a wig on, and I cannot cannot get past that. He's a red wig that I am finding extremely distracting. I don't think I've seen season three. I think I actually gave up halfway through season two. I got really confused thinking I need to start Well, again. I mean, it's not, I have to say, when you watch it on a binge, enough. like watching it once a week was much better because you're like, oh my God, what's happening? Whereas now I'm like, this script is terrible. The fact that I can, I, I keep predicting the next sentence to come out of their mouths. That yeah, says a lot. Not, I mean, I'm, usually I'm so confused by TV's shows that have any... I was about to say, yeah, the fact that you're following I know, that the have plot any mo- I'm not really following it, but I can still predict the, the script. But the fact that like there's any <laughs> modicum of you know complexity and I'm usually like, who? What? Oh, I'll tell you what Don said to me yesterday. Listen to this. Slightly off topic, but this was good. So the kids were watching Bumblebee, right? Bumblebee falls down. Your woman, um, Haley, whatever her name is, tries to shock him, zap him back to life with like an electric z- zapper. It's all very highly techn- technological, right? I'm like, oh no, poor Bumblebee. Bo goes, poor Bumblebee. Don goes, prequels, such nonsense. Why would you ever watch a prequel when you know what's going to happen? I go, what do you mean? He's like, this is a prequel. The next movie, Bumblebee's alive. You know Bumblebee's not dead. I'm like, what? That, why would my brain even go there? I was in the cinema crying my eyes out over poor dead Bumblebee. And I'm not even joking, age 41. I was crying so hard with the kids. Who's, Bumblebee's who's Bumblebee? the Transformer. Is Bumblebee's the cute Transformer who looks like a little beetle. Like, I was crying so hard when Bumblebee nearly died. And when he got beaten up by the big Decepticon, floods of tears on this head. Like, meanwhile, you actually, yeah, of course, meanwhile. Your poor children will be traumatized. <laughs> meanwhile, Don, Mr. Logic, has already, like, in his mind, gone through. This is ridiculous because I've seen future movies. and I'm like, how would that even, would I even think that? Like, you could tell me for a fact that I'm watching a prequel to... I don't know, Lord of the Rings. I read the prequel to Lord of the Rings after I read Lord of the Rings. Never once put together that like Frodo was going to be fine or whatever his name, Bilbo, was going to be fine because he's in the next... I was crying my eyes out. This is nonsense. Like, Don is just heart of stone is what I have to say, which maybe that's why I don't like Valentine's. Heart of stone. Steel. Whatever. Rock. Tiny heart. Are you going to get Don a Valentine's card? No, I actually always forget... To Valentine's Day, our anniversary, his birthday, his birthday, I always forget. Kevin and work always reminds me, do you know Don's birthday is coming up? And I never do. I always go, yeah, of course. I never know. And then mom calls me to tell me that our anniversary is coming up. And I and then I keep it really silent. I don't allude to it. And then I shock Don on the day by remembering it. And then he's forgotten. That's what I've done the last two years because we're both bad at remembering. And then he feels so guilty. It's been amazing. This is not, this is not romantic. This is like you're turning this into some kind of battle, some kind of war of the ages. This isn't war of the roses, I know, right? What about you? Do you send cards? I mean, I'll probably get, it's kind of weird because Brandon's birthday is on January 20th and then mine is on February 6th. And then by the time Valentine's Day comes around, we're kind of, you know what I mean? You're like, I've just got you a present and a card. I have to get you another present and a card, another and card. And Christmas. And I probably Christmas. will get him and a Christmas card. Christmas just happened. 
Oh my god, and Christmas is just is just coming on. I was thinking of getting him a little baby Yoda thing that I saw online on like Urban Outfitters that you can use to hold your phone. So I just thought he could put it at his desk at work. And then I was like, you know what? He doesn't need any more Goo I was like, his his Goo Gaws could be like, save my money. You were like, I'll save either. my money for my own Goo Gaws. Maybe later in the year you could get him a present. Maybe I'll get him a voucher for like a night of raunchy and like a night of basically an excuse to use my crop. What could I call it? You can write it. Oh my God, you're delighted. I could tell him we're going to have a race no, you night. Could call it, you could call it a night of, inquest- of equestrianism. Yeah, he'd have good. no clue. Hold your horses. He'd probably just think it was some kind of D&D quest. Well, I have that thing of cards that... Oh, such a ridiculous... I bought this thing of gift cards, you know, the like little golden tickets and it's like a romantic night at this night except now that we're trapped together I haven't oh, used yeah, any yeah, of them they're cute. I could give you one but anyway I thought I was going to put it I was going to give it to Don to give to me and then I handed it to him and I was about to say hey this is for you to give to me as a joke and he's like oh I'm so delighted with this can't wait oh a night out oh a dinner cooked for me oh back rub oh I was like oh yeah you're welcome oh, so annoyed <laughs> I was just about to say I actually kind of hate those you know and they used to be like you know you'd like you'd give the voucher book for like a massage or whatever because I never want to do it when it comes down to it I'm like I basically want the entire voucher book to be like a night in the couch <laughs> watching Buffy watching want. Buffy <laughs> okay I actually really do want to get back to watching Buffy because we stopped at the start of season two and he has no interest in taking it up again I'm like well he's got you now Rosemary you're cold. trapped the rings on your finger no doing? need to watch Buffy anymore he doesn't need to impress you he's got you now oh. change the kitchen Making you HelloFresh. You know what? <laughs> well, you know what? Like, the the ring's on my finger now, so actually I could just turn on Buffy and he can't go anywhere. Into the other room. And actually, that's grand. That's true. Now, so do you, So what are, you, what are you planning to do for Valentine's Day, though? Seriously, in all seriousness. Valentine's Day is Friday? No. Sunday. Sunday. <laughs> the two of us are up some dubs. Uh, one, two, three, four. Yeah, Sunday. I mean, we'll probably have a nice dinner or something. I blame mom. I blame mom for this. You know what? I'm just thinking like growing up, mom was always so poo-pooing people who went out for dinner on Valentine's Day. Do you remember that? Who'd go out Mm -hmm. for dinner on Valentine's Day? Ridiculous. Can you imagine the food you'd get, right? So, I mean, obviously I grew up going like, who were these people? And now I'm like, I'd love to go. Well, I'd love because I'm trapped in my gaff. I'd love to go anywhere. You know what? I actually saw that I'm going to, Buy for mom and dad. Avoca is doing a Valentine's Day meal for two for I think like twenty four ninety five. It's three courses. I mean, obviously, like you all, you each have to have the same yeah. starter, main, and dessert. But I called them the other day and went through everything to make sure that they would approve. And mom found one of each that she would eat. So I'm gonna I'm gonna buy that for them, and they're gonna go and pick it up because the Avoca near them doesn't deliver. But they can go and like pick it up. Be cute. It is cute. I just can't believe you didn't include me in this. You absolute lick. Well, listen, Beatrice, you're busy, and. <laughs> I also hate everything really that's associated with Valentine's Day. I don't really love chocolate very much. Like I'd much prefer if bags of chips were associated with Valentine's Day. I absolutely you, you hate a chocolate. Oh, dip that's actually what I was about to say. I very absolutely clear. detest any type of fruit with chocolate. Disgusting. <laughs> Except for Terry's chocolate. No, orange. no, that's essence of citrus oil in the chocolate. This is like the actual fruit. The other day, I had by accident placed in my mouth sounds terrible a cherry Garcia ice cream 
It was. How did you accidentally place an ice cream? Well, it wasn't ice cream. It was a spoonful of ice cream. Nash goes, "Here, taste this. It's delicious." So I put. So I was like, "Oh, delicious! Oh Oh, my god, I nearly vomed." The cherry, and the chocolate, in the ice cream. No, I hate that. Hate that. No. Not a fan of that either. I actually bought, but I I don't like cherry flavored things. Me neither. I I bought a. I just left box of flavored. Flavoured San Pellegrino fizzy oh. water and one of them is like Morello cherries revolting. Just regular cherries are nice. Fresh cherries, delicious. Yeah. yeah, yeah, fresh cherries are nice. Glass A cherries, don't like that. Okay, so, so the moral of this is, are we having big Valentine's Day? I also, uh, Don and I met on February the 18th. So that's when we celebrate. Now, I have I don't really remember what we do on that day, but he alleges that we celebrate. So I'm hoping something exciting is going to happen there. But at this point, like, honestly, it'd probably be more romantic for us not to look at each other. At this stage, the exciting thing would be being able to get out of your Oh, I just more meant like, like it'd be more exciting if he was to be like, hey, we've been staring at each other's faces for the last 369 days. Here's four hours where you can just go and be in a room by yourself. I'd probably be like, he loves me. He loves me. <laughs> he really loves me. Yeah, I mean, I think, I'll, I think I'll get branded a card. If it wasn't quarantine, I mean, if it wasn't quarantine, we probably wouldn't be doing anything. But if... if if COVID was cured on on Thursday, I would 100%. I'm dying to go to a restaurant. I would 100% oh, yeah, go, I'd to love to go to a restaurant too. But like ordinarily, I probably wouldn't bother on Valentine's Day. Because I have gone to restaurants on Valentine's Day a couple of times and it's always been just a bit like tacky and you're looking around at everybody on these cheesy dates. I remember one time I went to Miller's Pizzeria oh, on Baggett Street with... A, yeah, so do I. With my ex-boyfriend, my now ex-boyfriend for Valentine's Day. And there were like, r- like there was a single red rose on every table. So romantic. And there was a set so menu. So romantic. <laughs> oh, it was cheesy. It was so cheesy. I w- I've actually just had a brilliant idea. I don't know why this never occurred to me. Why do I not send like Valentine cards to people just now just to cause trouble? That would be amazing. Like if I was to send a card to you incognito, dear Rosemary, love you, can't wait to meet up again. You're a Valentine. Okay. <laughs> That's a really bad example because Brandon would not care. He'd be like, that's your sister or your mom. Like, of course, that's ridiculous. Oh. I was thinking it'd be more funny if you sent one to like, I'm thinking like to one of my friend's husbands. Yeah, Rosemary, like when I said, like, for example, you, like it could have been anybody. It was, I was just saying the idea of sending random one to people is funny. So should I send one to my kids then? I probably shouldn't. They'd be raging if they find out. I wasn't raging when I found out it was mom, but I suppose I'm a girl. But like, you also love mom. You and mom are like besties. Do you want me to send... Do you want me to send one no, to your I'm kids? No, I'm just kind of feeling, is it is it mean? Is it dishonest? You know, Don and his Santa Claus thing. Is this just another lie? The lie of love. I mean, I don't think it's dishonest. I think it's cute. Maybe just have one in reserve in case they don't get any. I'm not that organised. <laughs> I mean, will they get any? It's lockdown. You know what the especially sneaky thing is? Mom used to always post mine with a stamp. And that's what always got me because I was like, Mom would never waste a stamp. <laughs> the same woman who sends a you know reused I mean? card to... Would never, you know what? But she does cut stamps off envelopes if they haven't been franked. So that's probably, probably, did you check if it was glued down? Beatrice, that's illegal. Stop shaming mom. I'm sure she can never find them to use them again. (laughs) Imagine (laughs) Claire McCabe, 72, of Kildare, was arrested on Monday. You know what? In fairness, Rosemary, I I think you're giving her too much credit here that she can actually find them. She probably puts them somewhere so safe she's no idea where they are when she goes to use them again afterwards. So we're, we're safe. God, I mean, I love mom so much and obviously like I'm dreading ever having to deal with her passing oh, for God's away. Sake. But the worst part of it is going to be the amount of crap we're going to find Poor in that mom house. listening Millions to this podcast and having to... Vouchers, vouchers for City West that she misplaced, <laughs> no, she put in a safe place. Oh my God, like 
like even the fact that when I went through the attic before Christmas, we found a bag full of like clothes for girls age five to nine. And it was literally like some of them were you're, dirty. Beatrice. Stop, be Rosemary. She doesn't want stuff. you to say this. You know what? You're going to have to post that video of you finding those incredibly creepy dolls with the half shorn heads limbless. Some of them were limbless. You're going to have to post that video so people understand what's what's saved in the attic. Mom goes to me the other day. Are you sure you want to get rid of these national dolls? Yeah, Rosemary, I heard there was a perfectly good Chanel book that you were trying to get rid of as well. No secrets here. Do not be trying to get rid of books that I would read. I was like, she was like, would your sister not like that? I was like, she goes, she has a lot of fashion books. I was like, yeah, she has loads. I re- like, I read, I think. She- but like that, that Chanel book is basically the Chanel book for basic bitches with like Marilyn Monroe prints on their walls. Rosemary, that's what that is. you that's, had Marilyn Monroe prints on your, on your Coco wall. Chanel. You bitch. I absolutely do not. I've never. You had that one that I bought you in Milan. You did. Oh, sorry. That's. That's different. Some like it hot. I'm talking about the like glittery pictures of Marilyn Monroe that say like live, laugh, love. It's only different to you. You're so judgmental. I can't believe it. I can't believe you're shaming other women. Try. This has been Not Without My Sister, the mini-zode, where we talked about Valentine's Day with a lot of research and academic studies to to back up our theories, which are still unclear. (laughs) Beatrice, thank you so much for taking the time to record this high-value mini-zode. Where can people find you if they wish to follow you online? They can find me in Fort Wayne. Oh, online. They can find me on Instagram at Beatrice McCabe with an A in my Mac. I was thinking about that the other day. That sounds like a very fat burger, but okay. Beatrice McCabe with an A in my Mac. Where can they find you, Rosemary? At Rosemary McCabe with an A in my Mac on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. You can also email us, notwithoutmysis at gmail.com. We have a website, notwithoutmysis.com. And we also have an Instagram for the podcast, notwithoutmysis.com. So if you ever want to get in touch with us, there are a lot of ways uh, to sorry, do so. Sorry, the Instagram is not, not without my sister.com. The Instagram is not without my sorry. sister, but you did a great the Instagram job Instagram is not yeah, without yeah, my you sister. Did a great job. It's a lot to remember. God, thank God I'm not in charge of the social media. <laughs> it's a lot to remember. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Thank you for listening. And thank you in advance for the five-star review you're about to go and leave us on Apple Podcasts. We love you so much. We love you in the, sp- in the spirit of Valentine's Day. Exactly. Please rate, review and recommend us to all of your romantic friends. And the unromantic ones. Bye. Not Without My Sister is produced by Liam Garrity. Sound and original music by Don Kirkland. And our original illustration is by Lindsay Nielsen. Not Without My Sister is a member of The Warren. As is our podcast, The Critter Shed. For more great podcasts, hop along to thewarren.ie. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.